Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. As well into the 50s, Friday, looking mild low 50s for Groundhog Day with a few added clouds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandergraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 38 degrees in Frederick, 36 in Manassas. We have 39 degrees in downtown D.C. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm John Dome, and coming up, we are following breaking news this morning, a police-involved shooting in Prince George's County. Meantime, a carjacking in D.C. ends with a man shot and killed. I'm Luke Luger. We'll take a deeper dive on prostate issues that are in the news with CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook at 7.15. Wolf Trap reveals its summer concert lineup from Robert Plant to Boys to Men. I'm Jason Fraley. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Families of the three U.S. service members killed in a drone attack at a base in Jordan are grieving the loss of their loved ones. All three were from a base in Georgia. Among them, Oneida Oliver Sanders, 24-year-old daughter, Specialist Kennedy Sanders. I'm still in shock when she went into the reserves. I never thought she would, you know be the one that see this type of action. President Biden has promised to respond to the attack inflicted by what officials tell us was an Iranian-made drone. The National Security Council's John Kirby. I hope you can understand why I'm not going to telegraph any punches here from the podium, nor will I get in front of the president or his decision-making. He's met twice with the national security team. He's weighing the options before him. Some Republicans in Washington are urging a direct attack on Iran. Some Democrats urging restraint with hits on Iranian targets in Iraq and Syria. There's a political divide in the House on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the way he's handled the crisis at the southern border. The GOP's Mark Green. Secretary Mayorkas has disregarded court orders, laws passed by the United States Congress, and has lied to the American people. Minority leader Hakeem Jeffries. House Republicans have produced no evidence that Secretary Mayorkas has broken the law. The Homeland Security Committee has scheduled a vote for today. Police in California are continuing their investigation into the murders of six men whose bodies were scattered across the Mojave Desert. Five suspects have been arrested. San Bernardino County Sheriff Sergeant Michael Warwick. There are certain things at the scene that show a a level of violence that obviously raises some interesting questions for us. But at this point in the investigation, we can't comment on if we believe this is cartel related or not. He says all six victims were shot. Four of them were also burned. They're snowed in in Alaska. They've already got more than eight feet and it's not even February yet. Paul Van Landingham is in charge of street maintenance in Anchorage. Lots of snow, but light and fluffy. It's moving pretty good. Guys and gals are being able to plow through it at a pretty good pace. Now it's just uh, slow and steady, and we'll get this thing done. It's the fastest they've reached the 100-inch snow mark in the city's history. It's okay to search social media again for Taylor Swift. Has lifted its ban on searches for the pop star after blocking them for several days when explicit digitally altered pictures began to spread on the platform. A spokesman says they'll keep an eye out for new attempts to post offending content and remove them if they find them. SP Futures down two. This is CBS News. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Tuesday, January 30th, 38 degrees, clouds increasing throughout the day. We're going up to the mid-40s today. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories that we're following this hour. And we begin with breaking news, a shooting involving a police officer in Prince George's County. New Carrollton police tell WTOP it happened around 5 this morning on Annapolis Road. They say there was an exchange of gunfire between officers and a suspect. The officers involved were not shot. However, the suspect, now in critical condition in a hospital, there is a large police presence along Annapolis Road inside the Beltway. We have a reporter headed to the scene and we'll have more information soon. Also this morning, we're learning that a carjacker shot and killed a man in the district. It's quiet now outside these luxury apartments in the Noma neighborhood, but last night it was the scene of that deadly carjacking. The man was shot and killed at around 7.15 p.m. on 3rd Street near Florida Avenue in Northeast D.C. Police say the victim was rushed to a local hospital, but didn't make it. The suspect, who D.C. police are still looking for, was last seen driving a gray Chrysler 200 bearing D.C. tags GR3248. Carjackings in the city spiked last year with more than 900 reported. Just this month, police have already seen 42 cases. In Northeast D.C., Luke Luger, WTOP News. A bill to build a casino in Northern Virginia easily passed its first hurdle in the General Assembly last week, but local lawmakers are much more cautious about it. In a letter to the legislature, Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay says the county has not been substantively involved in the development of the casino concept, unlike other jurisdictions that receive the authority to hold a referendum on whether residents want a casino or not. The bill was introduced by State Senator David Marsden, who says Virginia is losing tax revenue to people traveling to other locations out of state to gamble. If built, the Tyson's Corner area would be the likely location of the casino. It's going to be a fun summer in Virginia for music fans. Wolf Trap just announced its summer lineup. Brittany Howard of Alabama Shakes headlines the Out and About Festival. Gary Clark Jr. brings Grammy-winning blues rock. Robert Plant continues his post-Zeppelin collab with Allison Kraft. Closer I am Indigo Girls ride their recent Barbie resurgence. The Beach Boys perform summer favorites. The NSO performs Star Wars live in concert. Boys to Men proves why they're the top-selling R&B group ever. Kristen Chenoweth and Alan Cummings sing Broadway show tunes. And Jason Isbell delivers singer-songwriter Americana. See the full lineup on WTOP.com. Jason Friley, WTOP News. The Library of Congress announced its Gershwin Prize for Popular Song Award today, and it goes to the songwriting duo of Elton John and Bernie Taupin. Those two have worked together for over 50 years. Taupin writes the lyrics, and John then makes the rest happen. And to call it a success is an understatement. Elton John is the top-selling solo artist of all time, with more than 70 top 40 hits, including nine number one songs and 29 top 10 songs. He sold more than 300 million records worldwide. The two will be honored with a tribute concert on April 8th.
There's a new idea in Montgomery County to boost affordable housing, and it involves the faith community. God in my backyard, the uh, Gimby movement. That's Montgomery County Council Vice President Kate Stewart, who is sponsoring a zoning change amendment that would allow congregations to build affordable housing on spare land they own. She says some need the income and others just want to help. Others want to advance um, their mission in the community and to help the community. Stewart says there's an affordable housing crisis in Montgomery County. Final approval could come in late March. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News. A housing forecast for 2025. I'm Jeff Glable. We're coming up on 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rita Kessler coming to you early because there's a lot to talk about out there. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate the extra time. If you're heading into the district using 50 and the BW Parkway, that's going to be a pretty sizable backup, both of them in delays from 410. Uh, trying to head toward New York Avenue and DC 295. There had been a report of a wreck on southbound 295 near uh, Eastern Avenue. After that, it looks good until about Benning Road. You'll find the delay taking you toward Pennsylvania Avenue. It was northbound near Pennsylvania Avenue. There had been some police activity along the road. Right side. Also, northbound I-295 delays from the Beltway headed past Laboratory Road is between Oxen Cove and Laboratory Road. A broken down vehicle was reported in the center of the roadway. We still have the closure in Maryland of eastbound 450 between 410 and Garrisonville Road for the police activity. All of the flashing lights are going to be drawing attention in all directions of the intersection. Southbound 201 at Riverdale Road was a report of a wreck. Also, southbound 95 before Route 100. Keep an eye out on the right side for that crash, but it's should be out of the travel portion of the roadway. Inbound on the Clara Barton Parkway after Cabin John Parkway is a report of a crash. While in Ellicott City, it was southbound 29 after I-70, the right lane getting by the wreck, so delays are coming off of both directions of I-70, trying to head past the scene. In Virginia, northbound 95, your delays begin in Stafford, headed to 610 from Dale City into Woodbridge. Then after you cross the Occoquan through Lorton and Newington, a delay in Springfield headed toward Edsel Road, then 395. The delays are from Duke Street to Seminary and after the Pentagon, headed across the 14th Street Bridge and the Case Bridge, headed onto the freeway toward Main Avenue. Braddock Road at Backlick Road was a report of a wreck. Eastbound 66 slows passing 234 business in Manassas, and you're also finding a delay from 50 toward 123 with the lanes open. Back in the district, westbound Pennsylvania Avenue at 28th Street is a report of a wreck. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Plan for a jacket this morning. Temperatures below freezing in many locations, but through the afternoon, mid-40s, lighter winds, and a good deal of sunshine, all equaling a very pleasant afternoon for late January. Overnight, temperatures will be in the 30s. Our next system coming through really looks to be fairly moisture-starved, so tomorrow, just added clouds, maybe a stray sprinkle. Mid to upper 40s, temperatures not really shifting that much. A milder push for the day on Thursday. Highs could make their way into the middle 50s with a good deal of sun. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff and the First Start Weather Center. It's 38 in Upper Marlboro, 39 in Woodbridge, and we have 37 here at WTOP, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 710, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. 
There are calls for a recall over rear windows shattering on some SUVs. Consumer Reports says there are hundreds of complaints about the issue on 2023 Honda HRVs because of a problem with the rear defroster. In fact, the rear glass shattered on Consumer Reports' own HRV test vehicle this month. Honda is planning a campaign to replace potentially defective glass, but is stopping short of issuing a safety recall. After a surprisingly strong December for the housing market, WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says the forecasts for this year and next are getting more optimistic. The National Association of Realtors now predicts home sales will rise significantly in each of the next two years, up 13% this year and 16% next year. And prices will rise 1.5% this year, before rising closer to 3% next year. Mortgage rates are still expected to ease this year, though 30-year rates will likely remain around 6%. Coming up, what men need to know about prostate issues, even though they may not want to talk about them, we will discuss with CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. It's 7 Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge, is how agencies can successfully evolve away from VPNs. What SASE really does, though, is it brings in a bunch of different use cases under that umbrella. We're looking at not only the you know users working from home, but also users working from a remote branch. So we're cascading in there other things like cost savings, you know, moving away from expensive MPLS-based networks. And then also on the flip side is the compliance piece. With SASE being an as-a-service model, a more flexible and agile model, we can really adopt things like high-fidelity logging, let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. The success you've already had matters at University of Maryland Global Campus because we're a school for real life. And now you can save with no application fee through February 12th. At UMGC, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Plus, we offer online and hybrid classes, all with the support you need from an accredited state university. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Don't let a cold, sinus infection, or allergies ruin your day. Breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier with Navage. Visit Navage.com. Walmart. Coming up, a dead end for a couple of social media bills introduced in Virginia's General Assembly. We have more news in 60 seconds. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. 
$180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Coming up on 715, I'm John Aaron. And I'm John Dome, and thanks for being with us. It's been in the news lately because of Britain's King Charles and U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and their health issues. So what do men need to know about their prostate? Joining us to go deeper now is CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent, Dr. John LaPook. Dr. LaPook, good to talk to you. First off, are many men simply in the dark when it comes to the prostate and what it does and what can go wrong with it? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, a, it's an area of the body that's kind of sensitive to people. People don't want to talk about it very much. But, uh, you know, would be helping here. Uh, prostate's a small organ. It sits just beneath the bladder. And its main function is to provide a nourishing fluid that helps transport sperm. Now, as men age, the prostate tends to increase in size. And as the prostate enlarges, it can block the flow of urine from the bladder. In plain English, it can make it harder to pee. And they can lead to a lot of of middle-of-the-night trips to the bathroom. And that's what King Charles had, which is an enlarged prostate, also called BPH, or benign prostatic hyperplasia, if you want to get fancy about it. So what should men be doing to stay safe? Well, I mean, I think, you know, when we talk about BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, you know, the key word's benign. And the symptoms are rarely life-threatening. But the bigger problem is that, you know, the prostate can become cancerous. It's the second leading cause of cancer death in men. And that's what Secretary Austin was diagnosed with. It makes it tricky is about one in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. And by the way, one in six uh, black men. Uh, It often grows so slowly that about 80% of those men, if untreated, would end up dying of another cause, including old age. So, you know, there are various ways of trying to screen for prostate cancer. It's very tricky. You may have heard of a blood test called PSA or prostate-specific antigen, but there are a lot of limitations to its use because it's made by both BPH, an enlarged prostate, and cancerous prostate tissue. So since both BPH and prostate cancer can lead to increasing levels of PSA. There are concerns that, you know, if you're just following the PSA, uh, that kind of screening can lead to overdiagnosis and overtreatment. So there are disagreements about exactly what to do with it. You know, how do you avoid getting a false positive? Uh, how do you avoid uh, doing an unnecessary biopsy or diagnosing a cancer that, you know, really was never going to cause any harm and overtreating. So the bottom line is you talk to your healthcare provider, you have a careful discuss- discussion, you know, shared decision making is the term that's being used about the risks and benefits of screening. And you take into account individual factors like family history and age and race and, and other things. An important issue to talk about. Thank you, Dr. LaPook. I, I hear the initial screening is no picnic, though. So another reason we don't talk about it. You mean the biopsy is no picnic? No, the, the, <laughs> the doctor, oh, the, the, the doctor well, touching yeah, you, yeah. You're talking about the rectal exam. You know, yeah. we didn't talk about that, but yes, you can do a rectal exam. You can actually feel uh, part of the prostate there, and that is part of a way that you can help figure out uh, what's going on. And, um, you know, I think this is something I know it's, it, it can be icky to, to people to even talk about it, but I think these are important things to discuss with your healthcare professional. Absolutely. Thank you, as always, Dr. LaPook. That is CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent, Dr. John LaPook. 
Now a quick look at the top stories that we're working on at WTOP. New Carrollton police tell WTOP officers were involved in a shooting this morning. The suspect is in critical condition. D.C. police are investigating a deadly carjacking, this time in Northeast D.C.'s Noma neighborhood. And House Republicans are moving closer toward impeaching the Homeland Security Secretary. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more coming up in the minutes ahead. 718 traffic and weather on the 8s brought to you by Northrop Grumman, innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. And here's Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, delays, delays, delays. We definitely have them, and they're continuing to grow. Let's start out on the Beltway. If you're on the outer loop top side of the Beltway from 95 and off of 95 around toward Georgia Avenue, the southbound 270 spur delay begins near Montrose Road on 270, headed to a point where it merges with the outer loop of the Beltway. While the inner loop of the Beltway delays before St. Barnabas Road, headed all the way to 295 in the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge, then a delay in Virginia passing Braddock Road, and then out of Tyson's headed past the toll road. Nothing reported along any of these stretches, just the growing delays. Where we did have a report of something was on southbound 295 Kenilworth Avenue in the area of Eastern Avenue. That uh, reported crash did have delays, so you're seeing inbound 50, the solid from 410. The Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound slows before 410 near the Good Luck Road overpass. All of this getting on to 295 to get past the activity. Then southbound DC 295 is slow from Benning Road passing East Capitol Street. Northbound I-295 Delays are coming from the Beltway. It was between Ox and Cove and Laboratory Road. A broken down vehicle had been in the center of the roadway. And the inbound Suitland Parkway slowdown begins before Branch Avenue to the light at Stanton Road and approaching the light at Firth Sterling. Uh, DC 295 northbound near Pennsylvania Avenue. There had been some police activity along the right side. We also had the wreck reported on westbound Pennsylvania Avenue at 28th Street and uh, northbound Ohio Drive after 23rd Street. That's still the scene of a crash. Delays are coming off of Independence Avenue onto Ohio Drive and off of that ramp from the Memorial Bridge uh, trying to join the delays on Ohio Drive. So just watch out for any more activity and response. If you're in Virginia, it is northbound 95 delays Dale City to Woodbridge, Lorton to Newington, Springfield on to 395 towards Seminary, and then getting on to the 14th Street Bridge headed into the district. Uh, in Maryland, southbound 29 after I-70. The right lane gets by the crash with big delays off of both directions of I-70. Inbound Clara Barton Parkway after Cabin John Parkway, a report of a wreck. And eastbound 450 still closed between 410 and Garrison Road for the police activity. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646, sponsored by Compassion International. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. This is just your typical, average, unmemorable January day. <laughs> this is true. Average and unmemorable. It sounds like you're describing me. No, <laughs> you're right. No, it is a, a kind of a blah-looking start to the day. Nothing great. We have a lot of cloud cover around early on this morning. But I am anticipating a good deal of uh, some sunshine to break through from time to time. I mean, the clouds are winning out the moment. But I think we'll kind of go back and forth with clouds and sunshine as the afternoon wears on. Temperature-wise, today we'll be in the mid-40s. And the difference today versus yesterday is we're going to have a little less in the way of that wind. That wind yesterday was uh, pretty intense. And if you're out and about, you'd
you definitely felt it. And so that'll make for a little bit better feel. Uh, as we go through the evening, temperatures will be in the 30s, more clouds. We are tracking that little system dropping out of the upper Midwest. It'll bring some more clouds again tonight into tomorrow. Tomorrow, at one point, we were worried about a little bit of moisture, but right now, other than maybe a sprinkle locally or a flurry or two in the mountains, this system just looks like it just falls apart as it crosses the mountains, so not looking at much in the way of any precipitation. But yes, more clouds will be around again for the day tomorrow, followed by some milder weather and the return of sunshine heading into the day on Thursday, first day of the new month. February kicks off with partly sunny skies and temperatures in the low to mid-50s. We'll even stay near 50 for Friday, Groundhog Day, the day that Punxsutawney Phil will come out of his little hovel and let us know whether or not winter is sticking around or if we're going to have an early spring. So, you know, we are waited here, waiting here with, with high excitement. Because that's <laughs> super <Florida> reliable. <laughs> it just, I'm still oh, putting man. my trust in you, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. You know, sometimes with the computer guidance we've had as of late, I, I wonder if, you know, <laughs> we might just do paper, scissors, rock. I don't know. Uh, 37 right now in Frederick, 39 for our friends in Colonial Beach. It's 24, though. Lou Ray, Page County is the cold spot this morning. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. And coming up, need some new ways to express yourself? Well, it's coming for iPhone users. It's 722. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing super bets. Dave Preston here, and regarding wings, I prefer an 8-4 to four drumstick to flat ratio with blue cheese dressing. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or 2 or 3. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored and so much more new customers join today and you'll get two hundred dollars in bonus bets if your first bet of five dollars or more wins just visit fanduel.com slash presto to sign up that's fanduel.com slash presto make every moment more with fanduel an official sportsbook partner of the nfl must be 21 or older and present in virginia ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 1035 FM. 724. The first two bills in Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's high-profile package aimed at curbing the mental health impact of social media on the state's youth have been rejected by a House of Delegates subcommittee. One bill would have barred social media firms from using features that can keep children and teenagers online for hours. The other would have required verifiable parental consent before minors could create any accounts. The bills were killed on party-line votes. The Richmond Times-Dispatch says a Senate bill that would require social media firms to deny access to minors between midnight and 6 a.m. without parental consent is nearing a similar fate. If you don't have enough ways to express yourself in text messages, well, more are coming. 
118 new emojis will soon be added for iPhone users as part of the new iOS 17.4 coming this spring. You'll get a phoenix, brown mushroom, lime, and a broken chain, along with some new variations of emojis that already exist, like with different skin tones or emoji that face a different direction, including people walking, running, kneeling, using wheelchairs and canes. There are also four new gender-neutral family group emoji. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Dave Preston, two wins for the I Wizards. Know. We are being spoiled now. Wizards win two straight for the first time since last March, rallying past San Antonio 118-113. Interim coach Brian Keefe's team finishes the night on a 20-6 run. I like how we battled tonight. We were struggling a little bit early. We'd make a run. They'd get up. Uh, we'd make another run. So it was our mental stamina of just kind of staying with the game plan, staying focused and not letting the game get away. Kyle Kuzman adds 18 points with 11 rebounds. Men's college basketball, Virginia Tech falls to number 7, Duke 77-67. The Blue Devils hit 55% of their shots, 9-17 of from 